notification right now. So the you notification. Got it. Okay. Got it. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, if you know me at all, you know that my favorite place in the world, other than home, is Rancho La Puerta. I've had the privilege of presenting there anywhere from one to four times a year as a guest chef and presenter since 2012, probably been there 25 times. And now I'm actually doing groups with small groups, discounted rates, if you're interested. I meet amazing people there, different speakers from all walks of life. But I got to tell you, one of the best presentations I saw was from Ansley Bigby. She works for Briggs Riley. And... She did a presentation on how to pack a carry-on with enough clothing for 10 days. And it blew my mind because just watching that, I implement it because I travel a lot and it's I'm always schlepping stuff. And while I personally can't often use a carry-on because in a chef presentation, I have knives and date syrup, which won't go through TSA. Just what I learned from her, I implemented. And instead of having to take schlep two big suitcases, I can take one now. And what's really cool is the, the, the beautiful luggage that they sell. It's I, I have a friend who just everything with her is Rolexes and Teslas. She knew about the brand. She has the brand. And at the ranch, they had a little drawing. And I had to leave early because I had to get to my cooking class. And I won. I'm not kidding. I mean, I, I just, this is like the most beautiful thing. First of all, it's purple. And purple is the best color. But also the fact that it's purple it's so easy to find a baggage claim, but it rolls and it's misleading how how much you can store in there. And she's going to tell you all about it, but she's really going to really revolutionize the way you pack from now on. Please welcome Ansley Bigby. It's so nice to meet a fellow Rancho La Puerta presenter. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I uh, did have the pleasure of meeting Chef AJ at Rancho La Puerta recently and during my presentation, she's so funny. During my presentation, she actually stood up and she said, that was worth the price of admission on one of my <laughs> tips. So um, she afterwards, she came and talked to me and asked me if I'd speak to her audience. So um, it's a pleasure being here today and I'm um, seeing all of you. And um, hopefully I can give you some tips to help you travel um, better and, um, and, and lighter, hopefully. So um, I am, they say, pack like a pro and I don't like to... Um, I don't like to call myself a pro. I'm still practicing, but I have um, the great uh, fortune to work for a company, um, a family owned company in the United States called Briggs and Riley. And um, their philosophy is that a life well lived is a life well traveled, which is amazing because that's how I feel as well. And we design our bags to be your travel companion. So it's really important to know a little bit about um, selecting a bag and, um, and how to pack it um, to make it more efficient. So um so first of all, I like to start off with size matters, especially when it comes to a carry-on. So um, some of this might be uh, known by you all. So I, I, I apologize if I'm going over stuff you already know, but I like to start with the basics. And, um, and because I do teach 10 days in a carry-on, I like to um, teach you how to maximize that space. Um, so there are two sizes, standard sizes to carry-ons. There's smaller ones for commuters that are like 18, 19 inches, and it goes up. We start at 19 inches at Briggs and Riley, but the two most common and uh, best-selling sizes are what you can fit the maximum in. So in the United States, we have templates in our airports that fit 22 inches. And when I say 22 inches, I mean from the bottom of the bag where the wheels start to the top of the bag, that's 22 inches. Globally, in Europe and Canada um, and uh, all overseas, uh, the global standard is 21 inches. So you can see this bag is an inch shorter. But what we've done with our 21 is we've actually made it an inch wider. So it's 21 inches, one inch wider, as opposed to 14 inches, one inch taller. So it actually has a little bit more packing capacity and it's more versatile because it works in the United States and globally. Whereas this one, sometimes you can usually get it overseas pretty easily on a standard airline, but um, but the 22 sometimes needs to be checked coming back. So if you travel internationally, you probably want to lean towards a 21. It gives you more packing capacity, as I said, and it's it fits the template coming back so you won't have to check it. So um, 
Also, you're allowed two bags. So you're allowed an under seat and an overhead on most flights. Um, I am wearing a messenger bag on me, a, a fanny pack, a messenger bag, any, any kind of bag like this counts as a bag. So choose your under seat wisely. And you then you have a set under and over. So if you're the tote kind of person, you can you can choose a tote um, and it'll go right on top of your other bag and you can have the overhead and under seat. There's all kinds of different styles. There's gym bag style. Um, there's a standard cabin bag. But when you're choosing that second piece, there's a couple things I want you to look at. It's like choosing a pair of shoes. It's got to have comfort. It's got to function for you. So I like a bag with lots of pocketing on the outside. You can see here I have a side pocket. You can slip your phone in there. Um, and actually, this one has a little pocket on the inside that the, uh, the cord can pass through and you can charge on the go. But um, I have a travel umbrella in here right now. I like a front speed through pocket is what we call this. And it um, allows you to stash your valuables or stash your stuff when you're going through security, your cell phone, so you don't leave them behind. You have them with you. So nice pocketing on the outside. If you do have a bag with a strap, make sure it's really comfortable. Our straps are very padded, so very comfortable because if you're wearing it on your shoulder all day traveling, you want that. And then probably the most important feature is that it slides down over the handle system. So that adds a lot of security. No one can grab your bag off or it doesn't fall off in the airport when you turn a corner, it's connected. So those are just a few things to look for when you're when you're um, uh, picking an under seat bag to go along with your overhead bag. Now on overhead bags, there's also features that you can look for. Our bags um, have the patented outsider handle system. So most most uh, people get very frustrated when they have to pack around tubes that run down their bag. We put those tubes on the outside of the bag, much like a drawer in your home. You pull it out. You don't have to shove your clothes around two big rails going down the middle. Same with your suitcase. You've got a flat packing surface, more, more capacity and less wrinkles. Um, handle systems that lock in different heights. Three heights, this handle system locks in so people of different heights can uh, use it in the family. And then also if you get tired at one height, you can lower it and wheel it with the other height and it gives your arm a little bit of break. Um, pocketing on the outside of a bag as well. There's There's a um, I use it for a water bottle. You can charge your phone here as well. Um, you can put your power brick for your laptop, which can go in this front pocket. So there's pocketing really mobile wheels that can get you through the airport swiftly. Those are all things that you're gonna look for when you're selecting a bag. Um, now, what I do teach is 10 days in a carry-on. So I'm gonna teach you three packing techniques today, but I always like to start out and tell you that um, that you can do it because a lot of people say to me, uh, I'm no way, I'm never gonna get in a carry-on for 10 days, there's just no way. So recently I started packing out just a small backpack to prove to people that yes, you can do it too. So this backpack here is our traveler backpack, lots of pocketing on it, but it's packed out um, for, for a, a business trip for a man. Um, for a couple days. So you can see just this under seat bag will get you through for a couple days. So imagine what this is your under seat and your carry on will do for you together. So in this back pocket, go ahead. Oh, I was just say, I've noticed though, to, to some air airlines, depending on what seat you get, the underneath is bigger, like for these two than this one. That's happening. Yes. You know, yes. so, so how do you know what seat to pick to get the biggest under seat area for your bag? That's a good question. So, yes, the seat sizes are different. I, I love to sit in the aisle because I have long legs and I like to stretch them out into the aisle. Little did I realize that if I take the middle seat, I can put my I can put my bag under the seat and still fit my legs stretched out along the sides. So the middle seat is generally the biggest, the widest. Unless in some planes, they do put that little power pack in a couple of those seats. But um, and then goes the window in the aisle is usually the smallest under the seat. Um, so we make all of our um, bags so that they slide easily under the seat. And if you give them some give to your bag, a little bit of give, 
you can slide it under. If you have a larger bag that's completely packed out full, it might take up that whole space. Another um, traveler taught me this trick is um, you only have to have your bag under the seat for takeoff and landing. So what they do is they put their bag under the seat and they've got this small foot space here while they're taking off. Now they're on, the, they're on their way and you can uh, take your bag out. So they take their bag out and they slide it this way and their legs go over the bag and under the seat and it gives them more room to stretch out their legs. So only during takeoff and landing do you have to fill that space under your seat. But that's a really cool trick to do if you do have longer legs or if you like to stretch them under your seat. Just pull this up against your seat while in transit and stretch your legs out. Interesting. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So this traveler backpack, like I said, it's just I'm here today to show you an example of, yes, you can get a lot in a bag. So actually, my laptop fits here and an iPad or Audible Kindle or whatever fits in here. Then there's this discrete panel. So this is really cool if you're traveling for business because if you're using it with some papers and your laptop and you go into a meeting, nobody knows that you're, all your clothes are in here. So they're hidden behind this discrete panel. So yes, you can pack a lot. This packs like a suitcase. So it really has a lid and it's packed out like a suitcase. And look, I've got a men's jacket in here. I've got a tie. I've got a sport coat, two dress shirts, four t-shirts, and two pairs of pants and two pairs of shoes, flip-flops, and a pair of loafers. And you've got clothes on in the plane. So you've got, you know, a pan, a sport coat, a, a shirt, and a pair of shoes on in the plane. So you've got plenty for, you know, a four-day business trip. You can really just use your backpack. So you really can fit a lot if you pack correctly. Then just zips up. And then, you know, everybody always asks me, well, where do I put my toiletries or where do I put my medication? And the cool thing about the backpack too, slides down over the handle system. So all the soft bags by Briggs and Riley will slide down on the, over the handle system. You've got pocketing on the outside so you can fit a water bottle. You could charge your cell phone, a hidden pocket in the front where you can stash a neck pillow or a jacket. Um, lots of good pocketing on this thing. And where do I put my toiletries? In the front of the bag, my whole toiletry kit. So really can take this on a nice business trip. But the three techniques I'm going to teach you today, I like to call bundle, cube, and burrito. Those are the three tips that uh, techniques that I'm going to teach you. You can use them in checked bags. You can use them in carry-on bags. So doesn't really matter. I know there's a lot of people and we do sell large bags. We sell up to a 31 inch gigantic bag. So um, large duffels and that kind of thing. So if you like to check a bag, if that's your thing and you love to check a bag, you can do any of these methods in a checked bag as well to save space and maximize um, your packing capacity. So I like to start with bundle. And bundle, I'm actually going to take this off. Give me a little more. Room. So what bundling is, and it's funny because when um, I started with Briggs and Riley, I had a colleague and she started after me and she could call me and she goes, I forgot my underwear again. She was always forgetting to pack because it's like the last thing you put in the bag. She's always forgetting to pack it. So um, I said, well, why don't you pack it with your stuff as you go along? So I had a friend um, when I was young, I was on a sports team and she used to pack her clothes. She would put her bra and underwear in her pockets of her jeans and she would roll them up and pack them in her suitcase. And then she had um, the, every outfit for every day, like already set. So she never forgot anything. So that's what bundling basically does. So this tiny little bag, which actually is um, my boss's she travels with this thing. She goes on business trips and she she takes it just this in a little backpack and it gets her through for, you know, a four day business trip. So when you're on a business trip, you have for me, I start I have meetings. So I land in the plane. I get the rental car and I go off to my meeting. So I'm dressed in something for work. I've got a nice pair of shoes on. And um, and then my my consecutive days of the trip are packed in in my case. So you can see. I'm taking out a pair of wedge heels and I'm a size 10. So they're a larger heel and I'm taking out 30 days worth of 
Um, my tip here or my trick here is um, ask for samples when you go to a beauty store or when you go to Nordstrom's or somewhere and you're getting your skin cream and stuff, ask for little sample envelopes and they give you those. And those are like your, your face cream, your shampoo, all of that. This whole thing can last me about 30 days on a business trip and then I have to refill it. So when you get your big package of face cream and stuff um, or lotion, a lot of that is the, the jar that it comes in. So if you just have the little samples or the small jars, it fits nicely in there. So this has three bundles of clothes in here. So this is a four day business trip because I'm, I'm hitting the road running with the first day and then I've got second, third and fourth day. So if you were working out on your trip, which a lot of people do, you can bundle them and write in here with that. Cause I'm gonna show you, I, I actually packed the bundles with extra stuff in them for every day. So a bundle works like this. You lay the pair of pants out or the long maxi dress or whatever it is the longest, lay it out, fold it, then on this particular trip, I pack two items per day. So like if I'm if I'm at meetings during the day and I'm wearing a sweater, I've got a sweater. And then let's say I'm going out to dinner with clients and I want to change. I got a silk shirt in here and I can just hang that up in the in the bathroom the night before. And um, in, uh, when I shower, the wrinkles can come out and then I've got undergarments and I simply roll it. Now, on the first day. I usually have like my pajama on here too. So now I get to the hotel in the evening and I'm getting ready to like go to bed. So I've, you know, used my toiletries and stuff. Now I've taken out the second day, hung the shirts up um, so they can air out a little. And then got my pajamas, got into bed and I'm all set for tomorrow. I can bundle the clothes I have on and they go back in the suitcase. Then the next day and the next day. So you'll also notice I picked a color scheme. So everything works with my neutral shoe. So that helps you to pack a little less as well. But on the next day, you can see I did again a, sw a sweater, again a shirt, undergarments. And this one, I actually put a dress in here too. So if I want to change into a dress or even if I want to turn a four-day business trip into a five-day business trip, I have extra clothes in each one. And then the third bundle... I put a skirt in there extra. So you can see easy peasy under seat. This is an under seat bag. So under seat can even go for a four day business trip for a woman. So I showed you two, two options with that. Um, and then I'll show you how the bundle can work in a larger bag at the end. We'll circle back to the bundle. Did you invent this technique? Um, I didn't, I don't, I think not so much invent as discovered. So I think a lot of people used it. They just didn't know what they called it, you know? So um, I, no one ever told me about it. You just kind of, when you travel so much, you, like you said, you travel so much, you learn things that like work for you. Because when I first started working at Briggs and Riley, I was in seven cities in nine days. I mean, we travel a lot. We're sales reps. So I, was in, I had to look at the hotel stationery to figure out where I was. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be schlepping for a living and this is not going to be good. I have to figure something out because, you know, basically sometimes I would come home, sleep eight hours and grab a bag and go out. So um, I had to get a system because otherwise the system was working me. So a lot of the things I just like trial and error, but I had watched Criminal Minds on TV and those FBI agents, they have these things they call go bags. And they're basically... You know, you got to go here and you just grab your bag and go and it's got everything you need in it. So a lot of the stuff like this is not my stuff I use at home. This is my stuff I use when I travel. So if you travel that much, you should have a system where you're not because if I took the stuff out and used it at home, then I forget. Oh, I forgot my face cream. But if I have my travel one all packed and ready to go, then I don't have to worry about forgetting something or and then, you know, too, when it gets low. It's like when I start to see the tube of toothpaste get low, then I put a new travel toothpaste in there. So along with the old one, so I can throw it out. And then, so you just kind of get a pattern. And that's what bundling did um, for me. It allowed me for shorter trips um, to be able to select. And I have friends that pack their whole check bags in bundles. I have a friend that she can fit 14 bundles in her 26 inch checked bag. 
and then she can um just look at the bag and pick an outfit out for a 14 day trip. So then we gotta move along to um to choose. So cubing is a different technique. Everybody knows this technique or a lot of people know this technique because it is very popular. You know, cubing. I got to tell you something. Ever since I used your burrito technique, I've gone been able to go from two suitcases to one suitcase. Yeah, people say that. So um, this bag is burritoed and, um, and cubed. So I was so excited because this year Briggs and Riley launched a travel essentials collection. Um, I'm using here. A lot of times I don't put the shoes in shoe bags because people want to see them and see, Oh, is it really a wedge? Is it really a size 10? But, um, but in here I have a pair of sneakers um, with the socks on the inside. Cause that saves space. And this is one of our old models of shoe bags. They're still available, but it comes in a set of two. So I like, um, they keep the dirty shoes away from the rest of your stuff. But this is a cube. So if you don't know what a cube is, um, it's basically a cube where you put your clothes inside. And now I found there are three reasons um, that people really, really um, like to use cubes. I wasn't sold at first, I'll be honest. Um, I never traveled with cubes when I was younger and I had traveled a lot. I went to a presentation and someone was showing about you know, packing with cubes. And I was like, oh, but that's an extra shirt. That that cube is an extra shirt I could fit in there. But then the person went on and here's what I learned. First, organization. I can do a cube with workout clothes and I can do a cube with work clothes. So I can know which is which. Or if you're traveling with a husband, you can have one or a partner. You can have one in here and one in here or kids. You can keep people organized. I even use these in my home. So I have a snowboarding cube in my home and I have a river kayaking cube in my home. So if somebody says, hey, want to go kayaking? My river shoes are in there. My board shorts, all that stuff is in there. So um, so it's all set and it's in the garage stacked in the cubes organized there. So organization is the first reason that sold me on it. But the big reason that sold me on it, and this even more in the pandemic came to light, is cleanliness. What do TSA agents wear? They yeah. wear gloves. Uh-huh. Why do, why do they wear gloves? They go through dirty clothes all day long. Now. You forgot and you packed your electronics on the bottom of your bag and they're looking for a wire and they're going to go through all your clothes to get to that wire and they're touching your clean clothes with their dirty hands. So when there's a cube, they just simply pull it out. Oh, there's the wire. Thank you. Go back on their way. Now, the third reason which once they've pulled all your stuff out, which used to, have to happen to me at JFK, all my stuff is, it took me an hour to pack my suitcase. And now the guy unpacked it to find a wire and I've got to pack all my stuff back in there to run to my gate and get there on time. But if I had cubes, he pulled all my stuff out, stick it back in, I'm repacked and I'm off on my way. I haven't lost anything, nothing fell off the table. It's all organized. So those three reasons, organization, ease of packing and cleanliness, those three reasons sold me on cubes and I've never looked back. Now our cubes come in sets of three. So um, we made a set that goes specifically for, um, for carry-on and a set that goes for checked. Um, so you can see when I was unpacking it, how it works uh, incredibly modularly. One stacks on top of the other. Um, Ansley, question from a live viewer named Susan, but don't they open your cubes also? No. So the thing is, they they might open a cube if the if the wire or what they're looking for is in there. So if your cube is stri strictly rolled clothes, they can see that through the mesh. They're not going to go in there. They're looking. They saw on the thing on the X-ray. They saw something they're specifically looking for. And I'll tell what tell you what generally those are: um, books, candles, and um, and wires. So if you were taking a candle as a gift to a host, you're going to see when in the x-ray, you're going to see a big mass of solid and they're going to want to know what that is. Same with a wire. If you pack your electronics, pack them on the top of the bag. So if they're looking for that electronic, they don't have to go down through. A book is a solid mass as well. 
So if you put a book in the bottom of your bag, they might look for that. But they're, they, the clothes, the x-ray machine doesn't have a problem with, and they can see that. So if you have um, some electronics or something in a, in a cube, maybe they will open it. But in general, when they open it, they'll take a look, unless they're looking for, like I said, a wire, they'll take a look and then they'll zip it back up for you. So cubes a good way to go. We make ours so they expand and compress. So you can pack a little bit more in there and then you can zip it and it compresses it down. Um, so in this bag, you could see how I had it. I actually packed it out with the set. So the, the carry-on set comes with two mediums and a small. So I have, and then we have a couple other pieces in our travel basics. I've got a toiletry kit, a translucent vinyl kit in here. So I put my wet in a Ziploc bag. They don't really ask you to pull them out that much anymore, especially if they're TS. I put them in there and I put my dries in here and I actually have a pocket up here for cotton balls and other things. But it fits. The cool thing here is it's modular too. So now I've got the small in the kit. I've got the medium and the medium under here. And then over here, I have a shoe bag. So not only did I have the sneakers, but I have a full on, this is what's so amazing. So this will fit, you know, a size 13 men's shoe, but I have a full on winter boot in here with a wedge heel in a size 10. I just rolled it and stuck it in my shoe bag. And I also have a pair of flats. So I have a pair of sneakers, a pair of flats, a pair of knee high boots, and the shoes that are on my feet on the plane. And you should wear your biggest shoe on the plane and your biggest jacket. That helps with space in your luggage if you're a heavy packer. So can I ask you, is your luggage sold just everywhere? Or are there specific Briggs Riley stores at most of it online, mail order? How does it work? We have a we have a network of specialty retailers across the country. And so actually, I'm standing in one today. So I'm in Encinitas, California. I'm in a place called Index Urban. And they actually were kind enough to give us a discount. Um, if you attend the um, show today, you'll get a code um, in the notes, in the um, show notes, and um, they'll give you 15% off. So and Briggs & Riley does not go on sale. So that's a really good opportunity um, to get Briggs & Riley. But they have um, all kinds of other luggage here. And we're in depart select department stores. We're in specialty retailers. And we have a beautiful website of our own, briggsandrally.com. So um, you pretty much can get it nationwide. Um, we have a good presence in, in uh, the UK and Canada as well. So, and the great thing is that we have the best guarantee in the business. So we know that when you travel, you're going to um, encounter some, you know, baggage handlers and other things that are going to happen to your bag. We guarantee our bags for life. So if a wheel falls off, if a handle system breaks, we make a very durable bag. So that shouldn't happen. But when it does, when you've had your bag for, you know, 10 years or five years or whatever, and you're a rugged traveler and you should have a problem, Briggs and Riley will repair it for free. And Index Urban is an authorized repair uh, facility as well. So you can find, you can go on our website and you can punch in your zip code and it'll tell you all around the world where you can get Briggs and Riley repaired. Not know. Wow. Lifetime guarantee on all your luggage or all your products. Yes. On, on all our products, wow, all of our products, amazing. even the travel essentials. It's amazing. It really is the best guarantee in the business. You know, it's one of the reasons that I just so passionate about selling it. Um, but that being said, you know, your purple bag, I wanted to show you probably our most wow feature for me, the outsider handle system where you don't pack around, you got a flat bag. That's amazing in and of itself that we, we build one strong enough that it can be on the outside of the bag and not have problems. But um, the big wow for everybody is our expansion system. So the average American packs, it's a one-handed, you just, I don't know if you could see really well, but I just pushed on a button here and pulled it up and it expanded a third. So it's 33% expansion and um, it allows you to pack more. But then once you've packed the more and you need to compress it to carry it back on, you just close the lid and compress the air out, and now you're back to carry-on size. So 
That's a really amazing feature. So when we were talking earlier about features to look for in a bag, if you know you're a heavy packer or you know that you want, like sometimes I just have carry-ons or I just like to travel with carry-ons. So sometimes maybe I'm going on a longer trip taking, you know, presents to nephews or something and I've got a fully, I expand the bag. It makes it more, more versatile. Now I can check the bag. If I don't want to compress it, if it's got, you know, books or sports equipment or whatever, and it won't compress down because I've got solid stuff in there, then I can check the bag. It makes a versatile bag. So I don't have to have more. I don't have to have two bags. But the last feature that you're going to see, um, the last technique that you're, we're going to talk about is burritoing. And I think this might have been the one that sh Chef AJ said um, was worth oh. the price of admission. Okay. I thought I was. I mean, it's incredible. Just like learning to like, just to put things in my boots. I mean, that was such a great presentation. You go to Rancho fairly often and give it, don't you? Um, well, I, that was actually my second time. And um, they've asked us to come back again and present. But the burrito one is the one that I think blew you away the most. And that is basically what happens when you have a stack of pants? They're you stick them in your suit. Too bulky. Yeah. Too bulky. You stick, you stick them in your suitcase and they take up half the suitcase. Well, how to burrito is basically take four pairs of pants because what do you really need on a trip? Four pairs of pants is a good two pairs, a waistband here, a waistband over here, two pairs, a waistband here, and a waistband here. Shimmy them into your bag. You're going to be blown away because it really is. You know, right now after I met you, I had to go. I, I didn't have to go. I chose to go on vacation for two weeks at True North. And even though I drove there, I used your system as far as yeah. you haven't talked about it, how you, you know, the matching thing about how you only yeah. when you talk about that. And yeah. I did it. And it was like, it was unbelievable just to have to have less stuff like that. And I was gone for yeah. two weeks. Yeah. You really can. So what she's talking about is I learned a long time ago from another presenter, three plus three equals or three plus three. Yes. Equals nine. And I didn't mean three times three. I meant three plus three, but three tops plus three bottoms that work together is nine outfits. Now, if I'm going on a two week trip, nine outfits isn't really two weeks, but uh, 16 outfits is. So I go four plus four equals 16. Because if this top goes with this, 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 and this, this top goes with this, 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 and this, all of them combined equals 16 outfits. So if I just put four tops and four bottoms in here, which you see right here, four bottoms, but did you see what I did? I shimmied my arms down the side. And now look, my whole suitcase is still available to pack in. So all that stuff. And then in here, there's six tops. So remember the four plus four rule right here. I'm way over that. So I got six tops in here. I got my shoes. Remember I have three pair in here and one on my feet. So that's even four pairs of shoes. And then I had those six tops, but now I got four more. So I got 10 tops in this bag. That's crazy. So Gotta fit my speakers back in here. And then clamp down your this. Ooh, I forgot the burrito. Fold them over like a burrito. You're encasing your clothes. So you're basically just wrapping your clothes. And then your packing panel, which holds your clothes in place, can be strapped over the top. So now you got 10 tops, you got four bottoms, and you got them cubed and burritoed in here. And guess what? I have a side suitor. So in here is actually a suit. That is so cool. So if I have an event, it could be a gown or a dress or a suit. If I have an event, I can fit a couple suits in the side of a bag and then I'm back to everything fitting in. So I wanted to show you, cause I know we're probably on a time constraint. No, 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 we're not. I, I love watching you. We're not, a, you can keep going. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. I, so I wanted to show you how bundling can work 
So even our larger bags have that expansion. So now you get your bag full. Back to fitting in the car size. So I want to just show you bundling in a larger bag because some of you are going to be packing a checked bag. So this is what we call a packing folder. And in this folder, I know business people like this a lot. Um, I actually put flannel shirts on purpose because they're thicker. I put three flannel shirts and three pairs of pants. So this is three plus three equals nine. But basically that's in this folder. You could fit, you know, 10 dress shirts if you're going on a on a trip and, you, and you're packing dress shirts and you're going to be in meetings all the time. But basically this keeps your clothes neat. It comes with a template. And Index Urban set up a page. Actually, the, um, you have the link where you can just hit the link and it goes to um, a page that shows you all the stuff I'm showing today on one page so you can find it easily. And then also there, the, there'll be the discount um, code there too. But um, so this fits nicely in the bag. See that? Now I'm gonna show you bundling. So remember the bundles I had in the first bag? Now imagine if you were traveling with somebody and you both had a carry-on and you shared the check bag, you could bundle your clothes them that way if you wanted and the friend I had that bundled so basically same concept just different size bag so remember those three bundles that I had I can fit six bundles in here one two three four five six I could fit six here so I could fit six more over here if I didn't have this in here, or I could fit them along the top. But I left it like this so you could see. This is our our um, larger checked bag set. So instead of coming with a um, two mediums and a small, it comes with a small, medium, and large. But again, it's made to go modular. So if I had this large one, I could fit it across here. If I had two mediums, I could fit it across here. So see now, I've got the three plus three shirts on the bottom. I've got stuff packed in a large cube. I've got stuff packed in a medium. Here's another medium. Yeah. And then I've got six bundles over here. And I haven't even burritoed because you can burrito in a large bag too. You can lay the clothes across here and burrito over. So just the possibility of fitting so much, and this one has a side suitor as well. But I'm gonna show you how you can use your side suitor as a packing cube. How many different colors do the, do the products come in? So that's a great question. The, um, the purple one that you have is actually called Plum, and it's, um, it's limited edition, so it's this year only. Um, Ooh, I'm so lucky. You are so lucky. I can't believe so. you guys gave that away in a drawing. I mean, that that's like incredible. Like, I mean, I was so I was so happy. I wanted to win it so bad too. Yeah, I'm so happy that you did because you were very expressive during the thing. You were very happy to learn all the techniques, and I love it when someone's passionate about travel wins um, a bag because. It's just um, awesome. So you can see here um, is the, is the um, carry-on set, how it comes in three. But what I did in this bag is I actually packed the side out as, and I was doing fitness-minded because I recently was, you know, we were talking about Rancho La Porta and fitness. So basically I took one, two, three, four, five fitness jackets. So they're actually just not fitness tops. They're actually jackets. And some of them, they're winter weight for these. I just got back from Maine and I actually had to de-ice my car in the morning. But um, but so um, five of those and five pants, um, long uh, waist to floor yoga pants. And, and this becomes my packing cube because 
I'm not going on a work trip, so I don't need a suitor in the side now. So look at all of this just in the lid of my bag. And then I can still fit the burrito, the cubes, the in the bottom of the bag. So that's maximizing your space. And I, I think basically that those are the techniques and that's kind of what um, I had to show you today and how things work together. Um, I do uh, believe in us. I have three pieces of luggage that are my favorite that I use. Um, and I, it came about, I discovered them actually by helping my mom because my mom is 90 and she was still traveling into her eighties. And so I got her a set of luggage that worked for her. Basically I got her a tote and a carry-on and that's like my go-to, the 21 inch global spinner and then a tote because now she's at the airport, she's got the wheels, she gets on the plane, someone helps her with the overhead, she puts this under her seat, she's good to go. Oh, another thing I, I meant to mention earlier when I was telling you about picking um, features, get a bag, bag that locks. I was once on a plane and a woman had her wallet stolen and she wouldn't have known. The person in front of her reached under and stole her wallet and she wouldn't have known except she went to buy a drink. And when she went to get her wallet to get her credit card, it wasn't in there. So actually the woman in front of her had to stay on the plane and the marshals came on and got her off because she had stolen the woman's wallet. So if you're on a long overseas flight and you're going to fall asleep or you're gonna, um, or you're gonna go to the restroom, and you don't want to take your bag. I definitely say, you know, you can lock your medication and your jewelry or whatever you have in this bag. Just put a lock on it when you're on the plane, even. So it just adds security. And sometimes it's just a, a deterrent. Like if somebody sees a bunch of bags and one of them's locked, they're gonna go to the one that's not locked. So um, slides down over the handle system. So this was my go-to. And then my mom called me and she said, "Honey." I'm really too old to put it in the overhead and I hate to ask people to help me. So I've been checking this bag. So by the end of the day, my arm is so tired because I checked my wheels. So then I bought her this piece that I showed you earlier. So this is my three piece go-to set. And because now she checks this bag, she can slide the tote bag down over the handle system and she hasn't lost her wheels. And this isn't too heavy to put in the overhead for her and this can go under the seat. So, but what's really gonna blow your mind is that even though this is a wheeled bag, it has a system on it that allows you to connect it to the other wheeled back. So you can just push one thing then? Yes. So it's connected. So remember I said for security, somebody can't run off with your tote or it doesn't fall off the edge. Even when it's wheeled, it connects. Yeah, your wheels are very good wheels. Hey, there's a question from a live viewer named Joyce. Oh, where did it go? I just saw okay. it. Okay, shoot. I was... Where did your question go? Here it is. Do you fit your laptop securely and safely in the bags? Yes. So actually, um, my laptop is in a bag right now. Is it in this bag? We moved things around because we were going to do the show but on my laptop, but for some reason it wouldn't work. So yeah, my laptop's actually in this bag. And it has a little strap that secures it in there. So this is my under seat bag and it fits nicely. And then some bags you have to make sure, I usually recommend that you take your laptop. If you travel a lot with your laptop, when you're buying your luggage, take the laptop with you because you can try it in different bags and see what you're comfortable with. But all of our bags, like some of them will fit a 17 inch. Some of them will fit 15. So if you have a larger laptop and you want to try it in some bags, bring it into the store with you. And that's a great thing about shopping locally. I usually do a whole spiel about shopping locally because I'm very passionate about it. You really need to touch and feel and try. And we have amazing luggage stores throughout the United States and they're there to help you. So if you take a bag home, leave the tags on it, pack it out and you find, oh, it's just too small. Take it back the next day, switch it out for a larger size. They'll help you. 
So um, I've even seen people come in um, with clothes and say, hey, this is, this is stuff I'm taking with me. What kind of what how big a bag do I need? You know, so definitely use your um, local store as experts on helping you get outfitted for your trip. And there's all kinds of things like they call this umbrella here at Index Urban. They call this the Briggs and Riley of umbrellas because also lifetime <laughs> guaranteed. And it it this guy that made this the the umbrellas of David, the guy that made the company, got frustrated with which is funny because that's sort of how Briggs and Riley is. We listen to the consumer. So when before we even made a bag. We asked the consumer, what do you not like about your current luggage? They didn't like that you packed around those tubes. So guess what? We figured out a way to make a bag that doesn't have those tubes. So what his frustration was, you know how umbrella he lived in New York. Umbrellas just blow backward all the time in bad weather. And he was like so frustrated. He's like, he engineering background. He's like, why can't somebody come up with something that's not going to break? So he made these umbrellas and they last forever and they're awesome. And they don't turn inside out when it rains. So um, you know, that kind of thing you find in a local store and they've ba basically curated, they find the best of the best and Briggs and Riley is the best brand in all specialty stores across the, the country. Um, we win uh, consumer reports top bag and our guarantee is like just really popular. So you're going to find other items. They're going to help you. They have an amazing neck pillow that's so comfortable and it's the best of the best. So you don't have to like go online and search through a hundred neck pillows to find the one they found it for you. So that's, yeah. um, and plus the money when you shop local goes back into your community. So that's usually why I do a spiel on shopping locally, but yeah. are there any other questions? Cause I think I'm pretty much covered unless not, I missed something just, you can people, think of. There are people here watching that know the brand and know how good it is. Karen says she used to have it. Why don't you have it anymore, Karen? You know, when you think about, you know, you can get less expensive bags, but with the lifetime guarantee, you know, I can't tell you how many bags have broken TSA, you know, or through, you know, when, when you get to the other side, you know, they're just like broken. Yeah, some bags that, that, that I bought, you know, like, hey, 50 bucks, this is good. But well, but it, it only lasts a couple of trips. It's not um, you, Chef AJ, you should, could you design a bag that included packing food and appliances? Yeah, we a lot of us have to take our food with us, you know, and uh, yeah, so we, we need like a, a potato pocket for us, you know, yeah. uh, honey wants to know what's the name of the bundle bag? The oh, okay. Um, there are two, this bag, she's talking about this small bag. I think so. Okay, so this is the cabin spinner. This is the baseline collection. So um, we have several collections. Um, usually we have like a sporty collection and then a more like business or, a, um, you know, uh, a premium casual collection is what we call it. So it's more sporty. It has less features, less, you know, less pocketing, less, it doesn't have scooters in it and that kind of thing. So um, that's the sporty look. You can see that behind me. That's called ZDX. This is baseline. This is our this is our most popular collection. Um, it's made of ballistic nylon. It has that compression expansion. And this one is the cabin spinner. We also make this one in a two wheel, not a spinner, which is nice as well because it's a little smaller to fit under the seat. Um, it'll fit under the seat this way, whereas this bag fits better under the seat this way. So either one of those. And if you need a style number, it's a BLU116SP. Oh, and every, it, and oh, sorry, you asked me. about colors. Yeah, so does for, every bag come in every color that you carry? Yeah, so that's a great question. So um, the travel essentials are all in black. They only come in black. But the baseline comes in this olive green. I showed you the navy. One of the bags I packed out was navy with the chrome hardware. And then black. You will still find some plum out there. It is limited edition. So if you're looking for plum, get it soon. Um, and the, and it does. I do have a plum piece here too as well. You can see the plum. That is just, yeah. oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah. So, and then in the sporty collection, it's got an ocean blue that you see here. It's got black and it has um, hunter green. Is it piece? Oh, hunter green. Which go. is your most popular best-selling bag? Best-selling bag in the United States is the 22-inch spinner. And I think the reason that the 22 is the most popular is because airlines publish 22 by 14 by 9, and that's what this is. 
So if you look at your airlines, you come in and you ask for a 22 by 14 by nine, but it's really about girth. So 22 plus 14 plus nine is the same girth as the 21 inch spinner that I showed you earlier. That's 21 by 14, um, no, by 15 by nine. So it's an inch shorter, but an inch wider. So um, it's the same girth. Both bags are the same girth. And that one has a little more packing capacity, but the 22 is the most popular. 22 inch baseline spinner is the most popular in, um, in the, it's called an essential and the 21 is called the global. And in the UK and Canada, the global is the most, the bestseller. Hmm. And I don't, you know, the funny thing is people ask us about color a lot. Like what's the best selling color? What do you like? You know, yeah. it's like, I, I, I carry navy blue, but our, our colors, a lot of companies, you'll say 80% black and 20% everything else. Our, comp our company is much different. We, we sell a lot of olive. We sell a lot of navy. You know, it's any, and less frequently stolen and off color is less frequently stolen and more visible. Like you said, you I think you should only sell purple and call it the chef AJ line. I mean, this is so beautiful. <laughs> Your wheels are so good. I mean, I, I yeah. never buy a suitcase anymore without wheels, but yours just, like, they work and they don't, they, you know, they don't go all kind of crazy yeah. way like some of them. So here's a yeah. question. And uh, Susan says, thank you for the awesome presentation. And Joyce says, which is less awkward, four wheel roller or two wheel roller bag? Is 31 inches the largest standard internationally for carry on? No, 21, not 31, 21. Um, for carry-on, yes, standard is 21. Now you might get like, sometimes if you go like from Paris to Nice, or if you take one of those smaller flights, you might have to check your 21. Um, and then there are some airlines, I always say check with your airlines. There's some South African um, uh, trips that they won't let you have a bag with wheels. So it's like, it's very important if you're traveling internationally and you're making all kinds of different airline it's very important that you check with your different airlines and, or with your trip organizer and ask those questions. Because if you went over to Africa with wheels and now your trip says, you know, we don't take a frame bag with wheels, you're like trying to buy a duffel and shove your stuff in there so that you can go. Some sailboat trips, they'll say no wheels. But, um, but for a majority of the trips, people just going over to Europe or having a great time um, somewhere overseas for fun, wheels are the way to go. And um. Really not a big difference. I mean, the a lot of business people still get two wheels. Obviously, spinners have taken over the world, but um, some people still prefer the two wheels. Larger men who travel a lot for business, it does give you an extra. Um, the two-wheel system has a little bit of extra room in the bag because um, because it doesn't have to accommodate four wheels. So the suitor, um, side suitor is uh, longer opening, um, so it, it fits a, a bigger sports coat for shoulders that are bigger. So some people like that. Um, it is a little less expensive. It's about $50 less expensive for a two wheel versus a four wheel. Um, but the two wheels, um, the only size that comes in all of the colors in baseline is, is a 22 um, in the two wheels. The other um, sizes come um, a 21 and a 26 come in black only. Great. Thank you. And Diana yeah. would like to know, what is the most, what, what is set is considered the ultimate? What is what? What set is considered the ultimate? Uh, it depends on what you're using it for. So ultimate, what, like most durable? Most, I, I think the thing is because we're lifetime guaranteed, all of our bags are very durable. So it doesn't matter what collection you buy. A lot of it is about functionality. For me, I'm still at the stage of my life where I'm traveling for work. And so I go with baseline because it has those features like the side suitor and the compression expansion. Um, I have a brother who's retired. He loves the ZDX because it doesn't have all that extra stuff that he doesn't need. It's a little less expensive for a young um, person starting out in the workforce. If they want a starter set, ZDX is a good place to start because they can get it for a little less expensive than the baseline and they can grow into that. So it just kind of depends on what you're looking for. That's the great thing about luggage. And I haven't even mentioned, but we have two hard side collections as well. And one of those is, you know, casual premium. So it's 
um, more casual. And then I like to think of it like the Porsche and the Range Rover. So if you're a Range Rover kind of person and you want something that looks Range Rovery, then you might go with the Torque, which is our collection that's that way. And or if you're more sleek and you want to buzz through the airport. Um, Angel, do you have a, um, a, a hard side um, simpatico? Um, if you want to buzz through the airport and look sleek. And the fun thing about um, the simpatico is it is not limited edition plum. So you can get a hard side in that really plum color. And um, we have a lot of the features that you see, we have patents on like the outsider handle system and the compression expansion. Um, and we have a hard side that actually we were able to engineer the expansion into it. So you're still getting that 30% extra space and it's still compressing the air out to fit back to carry on size. So if you want that sleek kind of nice bright pop of color look, the, the Simpatico can do that. Um, people like hard sided for several reasons, like I said, probably for just the fashion of it, but also you can wipe it down with antimicrobial wipes, really easy to keep clean. Just keep in mind when you are going to hard side, you are going to do some clamshell packing. So remember how in our other one, it was a lid. It, this is more 70-30. It's more um, clamshell. That is a beautiful bag. I really like it. Here is a question from Jesse. Are the wheels removable on any of the luggage? I don't know why you'd want they to they are not, they are removable for repair, um, but they're, they don't function when you remove them. I mean, you can remove um, a wheel from any bag and it'll now become a bag without wheels, but you'll have pegs sticking out where the wheel attaches. So I don't know why you would want to remove them, um, but they, we do, if you needed a repair, we remove the wheel and put a new wheel on. So you could take them off and put them back on if for whatever reason you wanted to, but that's what's so amazing about the bags is that they're so mobile. Yeah. Joyce would like to know, are the bags lightweight or empty when they're, are they lightweight or heavy when they're empty? Okay. This is a very good question. So if you go into a store and you pick up a six pound bag and you pick up an eight pound bag, it seems like the eight pound bag is so heavy because it's two pounds heavier than the six pound bag. But take those bags both home and pack one of them to 48 pounds and one to 50 pounds and you pick them up and you can't tell the difference in the weight. So when you're in the store and you're looking at two bags and you feel like, oh my God, this bag is so much heavier than that bag, then it's generally skewed because they're empty and, you, and the difference seems like a lot. But when they're full and two pounds difference, it doesn't seem like a lot. But our bags are not the lightest in the business. They are, um, they start around eight pounds for the carry-on, um, for a carry-on bag. Um, but, um, but you do need that. So a lot of people will buy a cheap bag that weighs like three pounds and it breaks on your first trip. So what's the point? It's like we use three layers of virgin polycarbonate. We use aircraft grade aluminum. So in, in the cargo bin, when you have extreme heat, or extreme cold, this is not going to snap. We use on our baseline, we use metal components. Um, we use just uh, ballistic nylon, which is the thing about ballistic nylon. It's what they make bulletproof vests out of. The Kevlar is what stops the bullet, but the quality of ballistic nylon, it, it has a breathe. It like breathes for a nanosecond and pushes out. So some heavy trunk really rigid trunk comes down, smashes into your bag. Your bag doesn't rip right open and your stuff go all over the place. So you can get like rip stop nylon and you can get inexpensive handle systems, but they're going to break. So in order to get a really good quality bag, that's going to last you a lifetime, it may, it may um, weigh a pound more. Um, and we're actually uh, lighter up to three pounds lighter than our main competitor. But, um, but a good quality bag should weigh something. Don't just get an airbag and expect it to hold up for a long period of time. So um, that's one of the things that, that upholds using the good components is what upholds our lifetime guarantee. Thank you. Um, they're saying that uh, somebody said that some airlines don't take wheeled bags. How is that possible? 
Hmm. I'd like to know. Um, I wouldn't yeah, like I like I was saying in in um in some places in South Africa, when you're taking a smaller bush um, airline, you, they might say no wheels. But I've never experienced it, and I've traveled all over. I mean, Uganda and Benin and Nigeria and Cote d'Ivoire. I've been all over Africa, and I've never once had them take away my wheeled bag. So it might be a specific airline that you're talking about that, but that's why I say always check with them um, with your airline or your trip organizer to make sure that your bag's okay. And oh. you know what, honestly, we make amazing bags. See this bag, this is a 22 inch bag. I went to Thailand last Thanksgiving and I took a backpack, a 22 inch backpack, no wheels. And I broke my arm, have a, have a plate in here with six screws. I broke it on an Island in Thailand. And do you know that coming home, I managed my luggage alone. Nobody had to carry it for me. I just got down, flung the backpack over my shoulder. It was 22 inches. It was an overhead bag. And, um, and so you can get, if you need something without wheels, believe me, we have something we can, we can work with for you. So um, these bags are amazingly durable and they fit as much as a carry on. They just don't have wheels. Great. And then another trip, when you need the wheels, you can just slide it down over your handle system. I know. Very cool. So uh, what are the advantages and disadvantages of soft side versus hard side? Ask Gina, would hard side be better than soft side? I've had both. What do you think? I'm a diehard soft side person, but I know some diehard um, hard side people. So like I said, the big difference, it's about $100 less for uh, for our hard side than it is for our baseline. So it is a little less expensive. Um, clamshell packing, some people like that where they put half on this side. I know like a friend that puts um, her shoes on the top of a hard side bag and her clothes on the bottom part. And she likes that separation. So, um, but a lot of people who want their bag to be germ-free every trip um, and they know they can spray Clorox all over and I mean, uh, Clorox uh, spray, whatever, disinfectant spray all over it and wipe it down. That's a feature that really has become popular, especially since the pandemic, because they know they're getting it clean. Um, but other than that, it's just a preference and style, whatever you like. I do, I will tell you that for us, there's a little more give to a soft side. There's a little more packing um, capacity in a soft side. I packed out a Simpatico bag once and I couldn't fit my running sneakers in it. So I went, I went and got my 21. I put it back. I put it into the baseline and my running sneakers easily fit. So it fit an extra pair of shoes for me in the soft side. So if you pack, if you're a heavy packer in general, um, soft side will pack more. Um, if you're afraid of germs, you can more easily clean uh, a hard side. So it's just a preference, but do know this. Um, polycarbonate is what they make um, car bumpers out of. So your your bag, um, especially if you check a hard side bag, it's going to get dinged and um, dented and all that stuff over time. That's part of the glamour of it. It's like, I've been around the world. Look at my bag, you know? So, um, so yeah, so you're going to get, we do things like we use a matte finish and we have ridges in our bag to like kind of help make those scratches more discreet. But you're you, just to like if you're going to bump your car into another car, you're going to get a little ding in it. Um, that happens. But if it should crack or if um, functionality goes out of it, these are lifetime guaranteed too. the hard side bags. Wow. You sure know a lot about luggage and packing. Wow, yeah, I, lo so I love fun. it. And I really appreciate this because one of the reasons I wanted to do this is because I did not get to see your whole presentation because I had to leave to go to my workstation at Rancho. So it was really wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn too if you have questions um, after and you can reach out to Chef AJ. She has my um, my Briggs and Riley um, email address and she can you can ask questions. Um, I'll be happy to answer anything you have. We're, we're very... Um, passionate about what we do at Briggs and Riley. And we're, we're here because of you. We're here because of the consumer. So I did want to give you, um, I ha I put together some tips um, for packing and I did want to tell you um, my favorite tip um, because this tip sort of changed my life. Well, a couple tips changed my life. I will tell you this and women out in the audience, you can relate. You probably pack your family and everybody else before you pack yourself. So the night before a trip, 
you're probably at midnight. You're, you've got a 6 a.m. flight and you're at midnight throwing things in the bag and you're overpacking because you're throwing everything in there because you left yourself to last. So a girlfriend told me she treats her last day at home like the first day of her trip. So, you know, if you were editing, I'll get to the assassin editing, but if you were editing and there was this turquoise dress that didn't go out, didn't go with anything else, but you really wanted to wear it because it looks so hot on you, well, wear it the night before your trip. Go out with your girlfriends for drinks because you packed a week ago. So the average American wears 20% of their wardrobe 80% of the time. So you can pack a week early, at least four days early. Pack your stuff, get everything organized, what you want. It's all packed and ready and enjoy your last few days before you go on the trip. You can actually go out to dinner with friends and talk about your trip the night before go to bed at a reasonable hour, get up and catch the 6am flight. So that tip changed my life. And then the second tip that I really, really find very important is assess and edit. And both of those are equally important. So I tell the story about how I was going to Boston. This was before I've worked for Briggs and Riley. This is my 17th year. I just started my 17th year. But before I worked for Briggs and Riley, I, I ran a little uh, luggage store. I sold Briggs and Riley. I ran a little luggage store in Del Mar, California. And I was going to Boston for seven days. And I put, I packed all my bag, everything. And it was like, I, I had to sit on my bag because it wasn't fitting. And I had Briggs and Riley. So I was like, oh my gosh. So I took everything out and I found out that I had packed 12 bottoms, 12 bottoms for a seven day trip. So I learned from someone about assessing and editing. And basically you lay everything out on a bed or your dining room table or wherever you have space, you lay it all out and you assess your trip. Okay, I'm going to a Red Sox game. I need a pair of jeans. Okay, I'm going to the opera and I tell a story. I have a black a long skirt and I wear it with a white t-shirt. And I have a I, I wear it with a pair of kids, black skirt, white t-shirt, and I go sightseeing, run up the monument stairs, go see the temples, do whatever I want all day long. And then in the evening, I can take the white t-shirt off, I can pull the shirt up. Now it becomes a little dress to the knee. It goes below my knee. Now the long skirt becomes a dress. Tie a little scarf around my neck, throw my tote. And then I'm good to go. So, um, so yeah, so that works. Uh, assessing and editing, mulling out all the stuff you're not going to use. Now, editing is important because don't over edit. I met a woman in Boise. She also was going to Boston. She did not check the weather. It was the summer. She took out her raincoat. She was going to wear it on the plane. She took it out, wore a different jacket that was in her suitcase and took out the denim because it was heavy and she wasn't going to use it. Guess what? She was going to a Red Sox game. She needed a pair of jeans because it rained and was cold. So she needed her raincoat and she needed jeans. She was a hard to fit size. She ended up spending a lot of money to. Um, so assessing and editing is a really, really important tip. And that's the one I'm going to leave you with. Well, thank, you have <laughs> thank you so much. You really, yeah. Um, how many frequent flyer miles do you have? Oh my, not so much. I, we haven't traveled as much um, from the pandemic. So not so much as I used to, but, um, but yeah, we try to stay like you, you get a, a Hilton or a Marriott or get a favorite um, so that you can um, get points for hotels and, um, and points for, we all use the same um, rental car services. So yeah, you do get a lot of perks when you travel a lot. Plus you get to see the world and meet like interesting people. I met Chef AJ when I was traveling. Thank you. This, this was a wonderful presentation. And there's somebody here with your luggage that loves it, has the olive color, loves it. So awesome. I never heard of you until I heard of you. So I, I love it now. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak to you all today. I hope you learned some I, good I, things. I think people learned a lot. Thank you so much, Ansley. Hope Thank you. Tra travel hope, safe and keep well. Hope to see you at the ranch. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time for Dr. Scott Harrington. He'll be talking about the benefits of exercise. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.